This episode is brought to you by Ibotta. Cashback made easy. If you've been noticing your shopping trips are getting more expensive, you need Ibotta. With Ibotta, you get real cash back, not points, on everyday purchases, like grocery staples or even tools for your next home project. Download the free Ibotta app today and use the referral code SPOTIFY to get $5 for trying Ibotta. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store. Whoa, this new Lincoln SUV is nice. Thanks, man. Yeah, I really like the whole new setup. And look at this display. It's like a wide, widescreen TV, but on your dash, right? Yeah, it's called the Horizon display. And it, I mean, it's like uh, a spaceship from the future. Are you from the future? No, I'm from Jersey originally horizon display envisioning a future that creates harmony between the world inside and the world outside learn more about the future of sanctuary at lincoln.com you know why because i'm not a nerd (laughs) yeah that is not true look at the glasses look at the glasses i'm too stupid to be a nerd i'm more a loser (laughs) (laughs) that's true i agree (laughs) a nerd possesses intelligence that i do not right A a nerd owns a tech company you're just a broke guy with glasses History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Hello, my friends. Welcome to History Defeats Itself, part of the Sonar Network of Podcasts. My name is Kevin Rosenquist. The best part of the Sonar Network of Podcasts. Thank you for spending your time with us. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast that wonders if we as people learn from the past or if we simply repeat and defeat ourselves. I am joined, of course, by my co-hosts out there in Los Angeles, California, John Banks, Greg Mitchell. How are we feeling tonight, gentlemen? Fine and... Sweaterful. <laughs> you couldn't just go with dandy. Oh, I'm sorry. Dandy. <laughs> how, are, how are you, John? Are you sweaterful or how are you feeling? Is it what, What's the temperature like? You know, I'm, feel, I'm feeling good. Uh, I, uh, um, you know, I, I live in one of the most magical cities in the, in the world. So what makes it magical? It takes you about an hour and a half to get home. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, you know. Gives you a lot of time to be introspective. That sounds super shitty. <laughs> Don't you live there too? <laughs> I do, but it only takes me forty-five minutes to get home. So Whoa, like, that's a short commute for LA, huh? Twenty-five percent better than John. Thank you very yeah. much. In so many ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. On each episode, one of us will pick the topic and do the research, while the other two even this one don't do anything. <laughs> They don't even know what we're going to talk about until it's revealed here during our recording session. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date on all things HDI and join our Facebook group. History defeats itself interactive. And if you're feeling generous and would like to do us a solid, head on out to Podchaser and leave us a rating or better yet, a review. They really do help us small time podcasters get noticed. So if you can take a few minutes to do that for your two favorite podcasters and Greg, we would appreciate it. That's me. I deserved it. <laughs> no, no, that's brilliant. Kevin. Yes. How how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. All right. I'm uh, All right, no, cool. No one cares. I do. Uh, we're uh, I we're we're heading up the mountain tomorrow and we're going to do some snowboarding on Saturday. Aren't you already up the mountain? <laughs> further, further up the mountain. <laughs> okay, cuz aren't you like a mile high up? We're about a mile so, high, yeah. We're just yeah. under just under a mile where I live. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to head up further awesome. where the snow is and we're going to and I'm going to snowboard. Ooh. Yeah. Should be fun. I'm going to be in Colorado next month. That's right. I don't even think we're going to see each other. 
I hope we I do, man. Hopefully we can figure out a way to make it work. You're gonna be quite quite far from where I'm at though. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe if we both look at the moon at the same time. And then t- and then we can we can get on the phone and be like, What time is it there, Greg? <laughs> what what's the temperature where you are, Greg? It's three sweaters. Is it three sweater weather? <laughs> Only two though. I, I think that's gonna be a three puffer kind of weather. It could it's be cold right. up there. All right, Greg. We're ready when you are. Okay, well, good thing that I'm ready right now. And I just realized I really picked the wrong night to keep interrupting you because I'm doing it. So I have a feeling <laughs> oh, yeah. while I'm Car- a bitch. Gonna be, he's going to be stepping all over my shit. Let's get it going, Mistorians. Today we'll be talking about something that John Banks slurs, Kevin repeatedly repeats, and I butcher. Anal. No. <laughs> not talking about anal or jokes or anal how you, jokes. How do you slur anal? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, you know what? I might prefer that. <laughs> it would, it, I think slurring anal would be softer. What did I? I was repeat, so I repeat anal? I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> well, Kevin wins. I guess, yeah. I mean, Greg's butchering it. That sounds horrific. <laughs> I am butchering it. It's, it's, I'm talking about the English language. Mm. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a laugh a minute. This is gonna- <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> We're going to be. Kevin's so- already laughing. And- so there's- Good night, guys. So there's laugh commas, call. and commas are confusing for John. <laughs> <laughs> they are kind of confusing for John. I, I really don't get them. I, I, to this day, I like know. people are like, no, it's just like, you know, you just take the sentence, and then if you could take that part out of the sentence, then that's where you put the commas. And I'm like, but why would you put it in the sentence if you need to separate it from it's the sentence? It's just a fucking all- pause, man. Just <laughs> yeah, pause. What the fuck are they teaching you in Alabama, dude? <laughs> that is overly complicated. It's a fucking pause. Just like now. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a comma in your notes there? <laughs> yes, I did. Obviously... This topic is so vast and full of subcategories and tangents, and I'm really fucking stupid, and I can't do it justice, the full topic, so we're going to kind of narrow it down. Obviously, I cherry-picked a couple of areas of interest and boredom to John Banks <laughs> about English's evolution and uh, where we see the future. We're going to delve in on general terms of the origin, emphasis, emphasize some of the quirks that make learning it so frustrating if you if it's not your native tongue. I don't understand why this this is even a topic. I mean, didn't Jesus just invent it and then we just started speaking it? <laughs> That's yeah, he wrote And the, the rest of the English. world needs to fucking get on board. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I understood well, it. Before that they spoke a lot of different languages and he wrote the Bible and he's like, "This is English." And they're like, "Oh, cool. Oh my god, I can speak it. It's a miracle." Did he really say, "Oh my god?" or did you say, "Oh my dad?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my dad myself my ghost <laughs> that's wordy yeah. that's a little wordy oh my abs <laughs> <laughs> what does he have three rows three rows of abs is that what we decided last episode i bet you that motherfucker never had to do a single sit-up to get those either he's just like i'm jesus what are you gonna do i get at the abs you know to be fair people walked a lot back then and i feel i feel like that's not gonna give you abs no, 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 but living, like, just living gave you, like, really good core. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> r- running from bears and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, like, fishing, or, I don't know, climbing there, trees to get are bananas. Are there bears in the Middle East? I don't know, maybe. Yes. Don't know. Hey, man, it was a long time ago. Things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, okay. So what were we talking about? I thought wasn't wasn't Jesus born in Missouri? Didn't we figure that out in one episode <laughs> That's at if you're some Mormon. point? <laughs> yes, 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 he, he was. was. The main reason why I picked up this topic, and you'll see, kind of as we get going, how it fits into our formula of of history defeating itself with with our language, with some examples that I'm going to talk about is is because much like Kevin, I've always kind of had a uh, a very I've always liked writing. I've written a bunch of short fiction. I've written some poems. Kevin, have you ever written me a poem? Are you going to read a poem tonight? I'm going to read a poem. You mean a, a poem? You mean a, a poem? haiku, maybe? <laughs> a poem? I think I might, yeah, I John doesn't poem. understand what you're saying. Say it right. Poem. <laughs> a poem. <laughs> poem. And I remember when I was in college, I really loved short short fiction. So I've always been attracted to the English language and like the new ones and like the... you've been attracted to it like, yeah do you ever like, like really sexually or... yeah well don't you're you, like hey don't you remember reading those penthouse form <laughs> <laughs> those were erotic <laughs> once you slip off those s's and let's make this singular baby i think i was only like 30 years old when i realized like most of the stories were written by dudes <laughs> <laughs> which somehow made it hotter <laughs> Let's get cracking. We're going to start uh, the evolution of the English language. And this might sound, uh, I'm really feeling re- really insecure right now. It might sound kind of boring, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> I promise. You also, you're, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself because you really can't, you, you can't fuck up your words in this one. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm good at that, though. I'm good at fucking up words. So from our article written by Max Loach, at the, he's a school director at St. George International College. Which is fucking. I've never even heard of it before. I so haven't either. As far as he, he it's, it's do international. They, do they have a football team? <laughs> yeah, they're called the Mighty Internationals. Mm. <laughs> I feel. I feel like they could have workshopped that a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> they probably could. So the English language has come a long way over the ages, from Old English to the modern version we use today. Let's take a look at the evolution of the English language and how it came to be one of the most influential languages. In the modern world, and you will see as we kind of go through all this data and information that the English language, as Americans, like we don't have big enough egos and we're not ethnocentric enough that we think the world revolves around us. And according to this research, it does. Oh, okay, good. I was afraid you were going to go a different direction there. Yeah. Yeah, I was nervous. I was nervous. I was actually going to have to do some stuff to be a better person. No, it's perfect. Just... Just stay selfish and, and speaking English, and that's all you need to do. I can do that. <laughs> Let's start with Old English, not the furniture polish. <laughs> During the 5th century AD, Britain was invaded by three Germanic tribes. The Angel, the Ang- Angles. No, Angles. Yeah. Isn't it Anglos? Like Anglos? Anglos? But it's, it's an E, so it's Angles. Saxons and Jutes. Not to be confused with Jews. No, Jute. Nothing to do with like, Britain. Like we, Jute Twine. Exactly. All right, good. What's, I don't know what Jute Twine is. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, no? At the time, oh. most British a inhabitants a spoke a common... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You make your jokes. <laughs> At the time, most British inhabitants spoke a common Celtic language, but the tribes overpowered them and forced Celtic speakers to move to Wales, Scotland, and Ireland. Isn't it Celtic? I mean, isn't Celtic a basketball team? Yeah. Yeah, the, well, that's it could be. You're fucking this up. Yeah, this is not you good. Really it's not a good start, like, this Greg. Is, this is starting terrible. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> can we can we put a pause on this and maybe you go do some more research on something else? She want to do she want to do the comma right now? 
Okay, so the, the, the I don't know <laughs> the angles spoke. I don't think that's right. I mean, it's Wait, called no, it's angles, isn't it? Angles, but it's not an O. It's an E, and it's all over the paper. This fucking it was Max Roach wrote from the school. He's the fuck school Mac, Max Roach. The angles spoke. <laughs> remember that. Remember in history the geometric wars that took place in the mid century, in the fifth and sixth century. Yeah, I do. With the angles in the circles. <laughs> And the squares. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and the um, parallelograms came to town and <laughs> fucked them all up. So the angles spoke English with a C, which then evolved into, evolved into English. This became the primary language for those living in so-called Ingoland. The introduction of Christianity, of course, in the late 6th and se- early 7th centuries was of great cultural importance. It led to the introduction of written texts in the Roman alphabet on parchment. Previously, text had been transcribed onto wood, bone, or stone. So that's how English first kind of started coming around. Later on, in the year around 850, Britain was invaded by the Vikings. This, yet again, created a cultural shift. The Vikings brought many words to the English language that we still use today. Common words that were brought along by the Vikings... Wait, the Minnesota Vikings? Mm-hmm. Yes. I am very proud of John right now, by the way. Why is that? Because I knew a football team. Oh, he knew a football team. That's yeah. Good job. Good yeah. Job. What about the Bo- Boston Celtics? <laughs> <laughs> With Larry Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like you're from Boston anyway. Boyd. Larry Boyd. Larry okay, Boyd. So, so common words from that area that came around were belts, butter, chalk, cup, Fork, mild, mints, pepper, school, and wine. That's how old those words are. That all oh, came wow. from from uh, Vikings. From Vikings, yeah. And this is on the English is language. Is it around eight fifty? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go through w- this. Wine probably so makes let me, sense. Let me let me do this one. Let me what about rape? <laughs> Didn't Vikings do a lot of that? <laughs> Did they call Did they? it that? Yeah, except it was not a negative word. It was a very positive word in yeah, that language. Stoop. That's where stoop actually comes from. It was wine and stoop. We're going to have some wine and stoop. It's stup. Ah, uh, see? No, it's stoop. <laughs> you, you changed the word. I'm saying it the correct old English way. <laughs> what about pillage? You think mm. that came around the same time? Mm. Probably. Probably. I feel like raping and pillaging kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, if, At if least back then they do. I don't know if that, that's right. still the case. Right. If yeah, you're going to violate someone's body, you might as well take their shit, right? It's like, <laughs> why? You're not going to stop at the. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I've gone too far. Here's your toaster. So. <laughs> Here's your toaster? <laughs> right. That's well, I'm giving it back. So. Let's get to Middle English. Being a Viking was tough. Yeah. Because so. also they had that toaster and they're like, we don't have electricity. I have no idea what to do with this. How did they even make this I thing? I put the bread in and nothing happens. It's still the same when I trick it. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Greg. You're doing a podcast. Apologize. You sure they didn't have some kind of power like they could use an electric eel or something? <laughs> okay. Just wait for a, a lightning talk- storm. <laughs> William the Conqueror, Duke of Normandy, invaded Britain in 1066 in a battle known as the Norman Conquest. This led to the spread of the Anglo-Norman dialect, which, along with Latin and Anglo-Saxon, became one of the most popular languages of its time. In 1204, King John Banks was defeated by King Philip II of France and lost the province of Normandy. 
This led to further evolution of the English language. This new version of the language, known as Middle English, grew in popularity and overtook the old Anglo-Norman dialect. So the 14th century... Hey, can I ask you a question? Sure. And, uh, uh, why is it called Middle English? Because it's the middle stage of the evolution of the English language. All right, cool. That's what I thought, but I was That's just a very like, good answer to that question. Can't be that easy. <laughs> it can't be that. Well, I mean, it was just evolving right now, and you'll see through some examples that we come up with later. English is not unlike the U.S. Constitution, where it's constantly evolving, and that's where we're going to decide if it's for the better or the detriment if we defeated ourselves. Cliffhanger. If we had more commercial breaks, we could go. We only have like two advertisers, something like that. Doritos, Taco Bell, and other things we've made fun of now in this commercial. We have given a lot of free advertising out, haven't we? We really have. You know what? I don't mind endorsing something that's delicious. And I keep hoping that like one day I'm going to open my front door and there's going to be just a fucking van of Doritos. Yeah. They're like, wait, are you the guy from HDI? You're gonna you're gonna open up your front door and it's gonna be it's gonna be a van of spicy nacho Doritos and you're gonna be like what the fuck is that that's not what I wanted <laughs> that's Kevin damn it Kevin like, Kevin <laughs> yeah I got Kevin's delivery you got my delivery <laughs> and I just I just get a truckload of Del Taco <laughs> <laughs> that's like the worst like if like it's our listeners are really rich listeners that are out there are just buying us the things we hate the most <laughs> <laughs> like John's getting a big truck of love. Mm. What do I do with this? Yeah, you throw it back. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> God, that was really mean. Sorry, John. You know what to do with love. Do you? Okay. The 14th no, century no. saw a surge in the use of Middle English, as it was used for a great number of technical and official functions. Metropolitan writers like Geoffrey Chaucer and John Gower also made English their default choice above Latin and French, helping to make the language more widespread. Popular words from this era include although, curious, degree, echo, make, sentence, toward, penis. <laughs> That's, yeah. Was, was penis on there or no? Penis, no. masturbate, no. anus. <laughs> Did you see the way Greg started giggling when he said the word penis? I know. Because he's 13 years old, man. I, I'm, not, I'm not a good poker player. And it's a shame we're not filming this because I to- I can see myself. <laughs> I practiced that list so many times too, so I could pull it off without giving it away. But okay, I'm 13. Early modern English, so we're moving, and uh, not the band Modern English. Remember them? Okay, I do, the but I can't. I, I was going to try to sing a song, but I cannot for the life of me sing a song by Modern English. Did, did they do Common People? Was that Common? Common People. Da, da. Oh, you know what? I'm getting a mix up with Midnight Oil with the bald guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a Who, what, what does modern English sing? I don't know. I don't remember? Wasn't didn't they have one? Um... Shit. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> John's googling it. There's, it's like on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. You're gonna have to I'll, edit this I'll put, down. I'll so. put some. I'll put a song in in, the, in editing. <laughs> put in their song. There's like one that's super popular. Whatever. Oh. Is it like I'll stop the world and melt with you? Is that them? Uh, wait, hold on. Yeah, you got to look. It's going to drive me crazy. Yeah, me too. And Ricochet it's days. getting better all the time. time. There's Take nothing me. you and I won't do. I don't think that's modern English. It's I'll, Yeah, I'll stop the world and, and 
Dance with you. That was that song. And dance with you. Or else a different version. World and or whatever it was. I'll, I'll stop the world and do something with you. Oh I'll fuck! Stop. I was right about that. We're gonna melt with you, John. We're melting with you. All right. Like a twister, I was born to walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> Tear it up the only trailer park I've ever known. So right. back to early modern English. <laughs> the Renaissance brought about many changes to the country including the language. One of the major innovators of the English language at the time was a little guy I like to call William Shakespeare. Shakespeare is responsible for inventing over 2,000 new words and phrases over the course of his lifetime. Yeah, that's why his his freaking hard to read. That's true. Yeah. They were probably really hard to read back then, too. Nobody knew what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> yeah, if you're making up words. <laughs> yeah, are you making up the shit as you get along? Go on. <laughs> Wasn't well- that, uh, like... Oh, I forget what what's the dude's name who wrote uh, Clockwork Orange? Huxley is that him? Yeah, like, didn't was he... it Robert Huxley? No, I don't remember whatever his name is. But the guy who wrote Clockwork Orange, like I remember, they had a they had a dictionary in or or yeah, like a dictionary in the back of the book because he made up so many words for it that you you didn't you might not know what it meant if you, just in the context alone. I heard he hated the movie ad- adaptation of that of his book. Really, I did not know that. I actually read that kind of recently, and I was surprised. It wasn't an easy watch, that's for sure. Nope. It no. was not an easy watch. So maybe Shakespeare, when he was writing all those sonnets, was just like, you know what? I'm going to just throw in words that rhyme with other words. And <laughs> we'll figure that out later. So thanks to the invention of the printing press in 1440, the English language was now more widely accessible. The first English dictionary was published in 1604. At the time, however, only the wealthy and elite, of course, knew how to read or had access to it. So around that time period, we got words such as about. I'm sorry, I'm saying that with a Canadian accent. Aboot. 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 Can one of you guys say it so everyone knows what we're talking about? Aboot. I'm not. Yeah, there you go. Addition, light, intellect, frugal, famous, sacred, and wisdom. Late modern English developed between 1800 and 2000. Thanks to the rise of the British Empire, advances in technology and industrial revolution between 1760 and 1840, new words began to emerge. Almost half of the scientific and technological outputs between 1750 and 1900 were written in English, exposing more people than ever before to the language. Words from this era include... Electron, engine, reservoir, combustion, bacteria, hydraulic, electricity, telephone, telegraph, and camera. And that makes sense, obviously, because there's obviously a ton of inventions happening, and you know, vibrator, (laughs) butt plug. (laughs) Is that like Like that's a little early? Is that a twenty-five thousand dollar (laughs) permit? God, what's the association? Things you do on a Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> uh, things to do with John's penis. Um, John's a, penis. You use a butt plug with John's penis? Yes, obviously. How does that work? <laughs> if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you because you're doing it wrong. Apparently, I have been doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. It involves... I'm kidding. This. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's about to take a real weird turn. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really it's, it's about to get strange. All right, English today. The English language we use today is constantly adapting and evolving to suit our fast-paced lives. John's got a fast-paced life. life. Kevin, not so much. Mm-hmm. Approximately 375 million people across the globe speak English, 
And actually, that's not accurate because I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. That's way more than that. In the United States. <laughs> about 14 people. That guy from that college that doesn't even exist was wrong about there's that like, shit. There's like a guy in China who speaks English. There's three guys in India. There's Fred. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's move on to some English language statistics. And the first one is... How many people would you say speak English around the world? Now, this is going to be a combination of native speakers and people that have learned it as a second language. I want to say it's a. I want to say two and a half billion. Two and a half billion, and this is the same guy that thought there was like eight trillion people. On the I said, I know. I, I I got so. I was like, wait a minute. A billion, I know we were we right. were really a high. Trillion, a billion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had COVID. <laughs> numbers when you have COVID. Yeah. Kevin. I was going to say something kind of similar, like around 2 billion. Okay. Well, it's a little high, but it's not, you're not far off. It's 1.12 billion people. Mm. I am surprised by that. It is. And, and, not, and not because, not because I'm like, oh, I'm an American and everybody should speak English or like, but because, because of how powerful economically we were for so many years and in, in so many countries, we did trade and did business with so many countries that I, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm surprised. Yeah, not not yeah. because like you know everyone in the world should speak English. <laughs> well, and you did qualify that, Greg, by saying even people who have it as a second language uh, are included yeah. in that. So I I agree I agree, John. I would have expected it to be more too. And okay. I'm actually slightly disappointed. People, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I've been speaking it since I was you know like one, and I I say I can't get it. It's a very hard language. To all our listeners who don't speak English, it's it's high time you learn. All right, because a you, will understand. you would understand what the fuck we were saying. <laughs> I don't understand the motivation. We still appreciate the a, download, though. If yeah. I was a non-English speaker, I would probably love this podcast because you wouldn't <laughs> it, know how fucking stupid it we would were. be. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone who can speak English who listens to this podcast, unlearn English, and you'll enjoy this more. <laughs> or we'll try to learn a different language and do the show in that language <laughs> in Espanol. Oh God, that's not going to be good. So even though it is a low, paltry 1.12 billion people, it's still, it's still the most widely spoken language on the planet. Even more than Mandarin? So Mandarin, that's funny that you say that because they combined uh, Mandarin and, well, all Chinese languages. What is it's Mandarin, Cantonese, and, and something, right? There's three? I think Mandarin and Cantonese is are the it two? big ones. Okay. That's that's 1.10 billion people. Yeah. So, USA. <laughs> Eat a dick, China. <laughs> Eat a dick, China. That's right. So, it, it drops way down. Hindi gets to 534 million. Spanish is 513. French, 285. And, and down from there. So, English, number one. Good job. So, there are 378 million native speakers and 743 non-native speakers meaning they learned it as a second language or third or they're only 743 i'm kind of curious what are the three million kevin so so there's great britain canada united states your mom yeah my mom does speak english that's true she's not a country though what are you looking for like australia australia right like like, what are the what are the like the 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 english is the as the primary language yeah yeah uh i have a stat on that I know Greenland. What do they speak in Greenland? Greenland. (laughs) They speak money because it's green. Oh right, Uh, like Finn. Yeah, Finn. Well, I mean, yeah, they speak Finnish, right? English is the official 
recognized language in 59 countries. Oh, wow. So. No shit. Take that, fucking John Banks. Mexico, France, (laughs) Uruguay, Mongolia, Uh, Uruguay, Eritrea, Papa Papa New Guinea. (laughs) We haven't had an Eritrea reference in a while. We have. It's been a long time. It's been too long. I miss that made-up country. (laughs) (laughs) We sure do. English is the language on the internet. Nearly 54% of content on the internet is in English. Number two is Russia, and that's only fucking 6%. Wow. That's insane. Big, big numbers, English. Good job on that one. Are all the websites in Russian just talking about how awesome Putin is? <laughs> Probably. You know what I is. mean, what else would you do? Dude, be careful. You don't get us poisoned with uranium or <laughs> whatever the fucking poisons people with. I'm plutonium. sorry, Vlad. <laughs> you look great without a shirt on. <laughs> Oh, I just a saw sh- a picture. I just saw a video of that guy driving like one of those fucking snow big ass. Those like six wheeled like giant things. Yeah, yeah. Those like, things are awesome. I'm surprised he didn't take his shirt off before he got behind the wheel. That guy is fucking all about. He probably wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's winter, Greg. Guy. Obviously, he's gonna wear a shirt. He just goes without <laughs> yeah, the pants. Because you know what happens? Your nipples get really small when you're cold. So you you want to you don't want to you don't want to like be made fun of for having tiny nipples. Tiny hard nipples. <laughs> you know I'm sensitive to that. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I do have amazingly small nipple. <laughs> it's it's honestly, it's like I wish we could like take a picture and put it up on our Facebook I mean, page. We can, <laughs> but we're not. Kidding. It's it's weird. It's just I think like, it's because my nipples are Canadian, and if you calculate for the exchange rate, <laughs> Greg, you're wearing a V-neck. Just pull it down further. Let's see this thing. <laughs> this thing. I have two of them, Kevin. It's not just, <laughs> get, get a deeper V. <laughs> oh god have i mentioned that english is the language of technical and scientific periodicals more no. than 50 percent of the world periodicals periodicals like magazines yeah i don't know why you didn't just say magazines i don't know why you said periodicals you're trying to sound smart i am that's what i'm trying to use english Periodicals. <laughs> he's like i used a thesaurus for this episode i wanted to sound smart for the english one i did i actually made up all these stats <laughs> So that more than 50% of these articles are written in English. So whether you're talking about medical stuff or scientific stuff, it's going to use the English language. Are there other words? Is, is like the word thesaurus in a thesaurus and there's other words that are similar to thesaurus? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I had the same problem with the angles. <laughs> That's fair. No, I think you have the same problem with anglos, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I've been drinking, and I I can tell you this. If I was sober, I wouldn't say it properly either. That's true. <laughs> so in how many countries is English spoken? 59. Nope. That's Those are the numbers of countries where it's the number oh, right. one. That, that's uh. one. Oh, oh, well, there's how many countries are in the world? 189 or something like that? 193? You're looking at... I, I don't know if you're looking at me or not, but if you are, I I'm don't know why. <laughs> I'm just I don't know. I can't tell on the Skype cam, but I have no fucking clue. Here's... Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that one of our listeners will hear this, somehow I'll build a time machine, come back in time, and tell me the answer, <laughs> and then destroy the time machine so we don't end up with some sort of evil you know, future. Wait a minute. So, Are you trying to tell me that you're going to use the time machine to answer this stupid fucking question instead of getting yeah. like a lottery ticket? <laughs> yes. That's what you want to do with it? Yeah. A waste of resource. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that I think that'd be cool if one of our listeners was that dedicated to our show that they did that over winning right. the lottery. 
But of course, they'd have deep, deep regret after they realized they could have bought a lottery ticket. But still, you know, if they were thorough listeners, what they would do is they would go to the future and find out if we actually did defeat ourselves in all these. <laughs> That's true. That's deep, man. You got work. You got work to do, nerd. You know what? You know what? Yeah. Listen, if you're out Let's there, call listening, our listeners nerds. <laughs> One of them, whoever made the time machine. <laughs> Most of our listeners are probably just idiots like us. Oh, no don't. offense. Look, right. man, you're not helping our cause at all. <laughs> I could just feel people pre- pressing stop. <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg just Donald Trump our podcast. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds right. You ruined it. So it's 118 fucking countries. 118 countries. It's spoken in some region of the country? Yeah, yeah. right. That's right. And And number two falls to a paltry 58. Do you know what language that would be? I'm, I'm it's Arabic. Oh, okay. Uh, damn it. Oh, okay. okay, what's the third one then? I don't know. Are you going to give us the answer? Because if you are, I want to take a test from you. It'll be the easiest test ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get your scantron out. Your number two pencil. The third, uh, Mandarin. I'm just going to keep saying Is Mandarin. Spanish up there? Oh, oh yeah, Spanish. Spanish is. Spanish is yeah. 31 countries, but French is ahead of it. Oh. 53. I mean, here's the thing, right? If you go colonizing the world, you're going to plant some roots and your language is going to get spoken. That's true. That's what happens. That's a good point, John. Thanks for that. Let's get into some word stats in the English language. There are many questions on what constitutes a word, most with differing answers. And therefore, depending on the source you're referring to, you'll find multiple word counts in the English language. So we're going to go over kind of what Oxford dictionary claims there are shit should, you want to should i turn this into a quiz again how many words do you think are currently in use in the english language oh come on i can't i i'm just terrible at these john you go and i'll i'll guess one over 127,402 okay he's close kevin did you say he's not close he's really close am i really I mean, way closer than i thought like it's not that close. <laughs> I don't want to walk it back that much, but it's way close. Like I thought he was going to say like two million. One hundred and thirty-two thousand four hundred twelve. Okay, you're closer. It's one hundred and seventy-one thousand four hundred and seventy-six. Mm, that's a lot of fucking words. I know like a hundred and eighty of those words. Oh my gosh! I wrote in my notes that John knows ten. <laughs> John knows ten words. So you're meaner to me than I am, but the point is we both don't like me. (laughs) Isn't it funny that every time we actually write jokes into our notes, they never work out? (laughs) I know. Somebody fucking deflates it. Good job. Yeah. That's not not your job. Your job's not to be funny. Your job's to give us information, motherfucker. Give us a chance to be funny. Yeah. Well, it was just... I'm, it made me laugh when I wrote it. <laughs> no, no, oh, Shut up and read your notes. <laughs> I, love how, I love how you put a joke in about I only know 10 words, and then when you try to express something in words, you can't. <laughs> when did you go back in? <laughs> well, it's because I realized while I was trying to say something that no matter what I said, it wasn't going to work out, man. <laughs> There are 250,000 distinct words, excluding inflections and words from technical and regional vocabulary. There's 750,000 words if words are counted in the most liberal way. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know what politics has to do with this, buddy. <laughs> Native speakers who grew up in 
an English-speaking country and went to college typically have a vocabulary size of... So you figure you grew up in Canada or the United States or Australia. You've been speaking English your whole life, and you even got a degree. Probably so, like 15,000. So you said there's 170-something thousand, right, total words? Yeah, that's, that's, that's correct, yeah. So, uh, so someone who's well-educated... You said fifteen thousand. Yeah, but because think about think about how many words you use like over and over. Got to be more than that, though, right? And then think about how many words. Like I have like a, a like a word a day kind of thing where like every day I get a, like a like a text of a new word. So you're basically and, only getting three hundred sixty five new words a year, <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless it's a leap year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go like thirty thirty two thousand. Uh, Kevin does win the dinette sets. Yes, oh, I can finally stop 20. eating on the floor. It's between twenty five thousand and thirty thousand. Oh, was... I'm from Alabama, so I think it's between eight thousand and fifteen thousand. <laughs> well, that's where <laughs> he, he said, said you he said educated you know eighty. So it's perfect. Good job, Kevin. Yay! I don't like this. is stupid. This, this game's is stupid. stupid. I don't like games. I don't win. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ever make anything good for Kevin, can you, John? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so you're one to talk. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, well, the only reason you're not now. railing on me right now is because it's your turn to lead, so you've got notes to read. <laughs> I'm going to rail on you later, Kevin. <laughs> you don't have the bandwidth to make fun of him. So. He's got other obligations. <laughs> that was the name of my techno band in college, Bandwidth. Did, did you look up... <laughs> <laughs> did you look up the word Pell to see what the origins of that word was? Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> Didn't we ask you to rearrange no, the, the no, actually tonight you have a lot more color. Yeah, I thought I did. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because yeah. I'm feverish. Okay. <laughs> Great. That's good, I guess. I think I got malaria. So I got some color. If, oh, I'm sorry, Greg. If you're a non native English speaker, your vocabulary only consists of between two and three thousand words. Yeah. Do you, either of you guys speak another language? I used to speak three other languages, but I've slowly diminished. My oh yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. You would have known French. Three other Hablo languages. Español un poco. Yep. Spanish, French. You know a little bit of Spanish and Hebrew. Yeah. I can I can actually re- I've been doing like Duolingo for years. Yeah, yeah. And I, So I can actually read a lot more Spanish than I could speak. And when I get around native speakers, I can't keep up. Yeah, we yeah. we did Duolingo when we uh, before we went to Peru. And it was not a great. I, I think the app is awesome for learning a language, but it's not great for just traveling. Right. It doesn't. Right. You just need. You need like like the travel shit. You know. You need to be able to order food in a restaurant, ask where the can is, and you know, like you need like the basics. And uh, como como se dice is like the best thing. Just como se dice bathroom. Como se dice <laughs> como se dice Spanish yeah. <laughs> in español. <laughs> we said a lot of lo siento. We said lo siento a lot in Peru. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, it means, I'm sorry, I'm Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. Lo siento, lo siento soy me, Kevin. Kevin? Soy. I don't know. Kevin. Soy. Lo siento, soy. And then Sheena just wore a t-shirt with an arrow pointing <laughs> to Kevin, going, I'm sorry, he's Kevin. <laughs> lo siento, arrow to the right. It's like, I'm with stupid. <laughs> Con All right, stupido? here's some, so, it, you know, kind of uh, playing off the, the non- English non-native English speakers. There's a lot of reasons. I found a, a shit ton of reasons why the English language is so difficult to fucking learn. 
Because it's stupid. It's a stupid language that was put together by stupid people. It really is difficult to learn. We're not yeah, talking really about. Is. We're not talking about religion right now. We're no, talking about the English <laughs> no. Language. It's just. It's like it just. It 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 doesn't make any sense. There's so many things about it that don't make sense. Right. And if and if I and if I say, hey, how much does your cat weigh? And I spell W A Y. And I know it's supposed to be W E I G H. You know what the fuck I mean. So don't text me back with, oh, did you mean W E I G H? Yeah, I do. You knew that. <laughs> I hate when people fuck? correct what? me. I have I hate when people correct me on the on the there. If if my, oh, my phone auto corrects and I just I don't have time to go back and change it. And it's and I'm saying uh hey I'll be there soon and it's t- it says T H E Y apostrophe R E and they correct me. I'm like I'm fucking murder you when i get there too <laughs> oh, yeah i'll be there soon to kill you i'll be there sooner now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be full of rage <laughs> and you know they're raging. sitting on the other end of their phone going he's giving so fucking stupid yeah. doesn't know how to spell bear hey i know i'm pale but uh what's wrong with john <laughs> <laughs> john got john's in the shadows man he's very he's dark looking... all of a sudden <laughs> um let me uh so while John's working on his lighting, I'll just continue. <laughs> Even if you grew up speaking English, chances are you have. Do you guys have enough bitch session, by the way, about the rules of English? Because I'm going to get into specifics. So if it's getting your dander up, it's going to get worse. There's plenty. I have a lot of hatred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so even if you grew up speaking English, chances are you haven't mastered all of its spelling, grammar, and pronunciation rules. Oftentimes, English breaks its own rules anyway. Isn't that fun? Words that look the same can be pronounced differently, and words that sound the same can be spelled differently. Some letters are silent altogether. That's fun. And English is also full of consonants. I know. All of a sudden, are you are you you're hoping this podcast will go more towards like first graders? Like, what do we have? What's (laughs) happening here? Just trying to show some inflection. Because you told me I was monotone before, so I'm trying to. Fuck you guys. Well, I so, think the lesson here is you cannot make Kevin happy, Greg. So stop no. trying. I think you're the one who told him he was monotone. I don't think I said that. You I said agreed with him passionately. So, so the point the point is here. I, is agreed I, say, with I, say, I say mean things to you and then I blame Kevin. So But I agree with whatever John said, but still blame John for saying it initially. So that's how that's the dynamic. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm on the receiving like end of a lot of shit right now. So English is full of contronyms. Those are words that have two opposite meanings. I didn't even know that word. I well, of course you didn't, because you're fucking stupid. You knew contronym? Is that an English word? <laughs> it is an English word. <laughs> I didn't I'll give you some examples of contronyms. <laughs> so, if you clip something, are you cutting it or attaching it to something? If something is transparent, is it invisible or obvious? So uh-huh. this these types of things can be very confusing to not. That is really I, I, thought, I didn't even think about either of those two. You unravel, but you don't ravel, right? There's you should the word, be raveling. There's the word left. <laughs> there's the word left that could be remained or it can mean departed. Those are opposites. Mm-hmm. There's the word weather, which is could be to withstand, or it could mean to wear away. There's the word fix that could be to repair. Or to castrate. So there's, it's fucking annoying, I'm sure. I can't imagine trying to learn English as a second language, honestly. I think that would be really, really hard to do. Yeah, I don't even really know it as a first language. 
I don't know how people come to this country and, and learn how to do it. I, I really, I mean, because I've been trying to learn Spanish for 10 years. Well, what years. they do, what they do, John, is they come to the country and then they go to schools and then they learn them. So that's how it happens. No, thanks. Well, <laughs> I went to school and I can't speak this fucking language. So you're stupid. Yeah, but people. again, Alabama. Yeah, I mean, I gave up at nine. At nine, I knew I was like, ah, you know what? I got this. I got enough of this, <laughs> this to live. I don't need anything else <laughs> beyond, right. beyond what I know right now. You guys want to hear about homographs? Or homographs? Sure. Those are words that are spelled the same and even often pronounced the same but mean different things. Mm. Kevin gave a good example of that with the there, 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 there. But there's also words like the word tear, which means to rip, or tear, which means crying. So imagine if you're reading and you're just learning English. I mean, what the fuck is a person trying to say? As someone who doesn't really do foreign languages very well does do other languages in your experience have that same thing where like that's a great example of tear and tear do other languages have similar types I've of never words? seen anything like that before no in spanish or french or hebrew hebrew i kind of <laughs> i didn't really learn that well because i was a little jew boy standing for the bar mitzvah <laughs> i just wanted presents <laughs> i just <laughs> that's right who doesn't want presents there's the word bass which is a type of fish, and bass, which is a low sound, and they're spelled the same way, B-A-S-S. The word bat can be used like a baseball bat or bat as an animal. That would be confusing for someone if they're like, yeah, he just he, he swung a bat and hit that ball. Be like, Jesus, <laughs> how is that not animal <laughs> that poor, cruelty? <laughs> that poor little bat. <laughs> poor exactly. little guy? Is he okay? <laughs> and that's how COVID started. <laughs> Goddamn baseball. <laughs> It's you heard it here really first, is. folks. <laughs> baseball is the root of all evil. There's the word bow and bow, which are spelled the same. But how the fuck are you going to make sense of that? And then there's another fun part of the English language that makes it very confusing are idioms, which make no sense. Do you guys know what idioms are? I know of them. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> You can't just answer a question, they, Mr. Now. They only they only happen in November. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> they do. It's kind of like uh, an example is it's raining cats and dogs. Like what in the fuck does that mean? Or something is considered to be a piece of cake, but it's not really like if you say, "Oh, that's a piece of cake," and then you're sitting there waiting for your cake. But it's, <laughs> Never coming because of fucking and, language. And it turns out you're just sh- shoveling snow and it fucking sucks. Totally fucking sucks. Yeah. And then there's that the whole... was a bomb. <laughs> I tried though. You know, I try. You gotta try. <laughs> you gotta try. Especially, especially when you're in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to make this sexier for you guys. It's working. <laughs> Next up on our list of annoyances is the whole I before E except after C bullshit, which isn't always true. It's almost never true. <laughs> there's there's so many examples of it's not being true. Neighbor, way, glacier, fancier, seas, height, queuing, science, forfeit, Wait, what did weird. you just say? What did you say before science? Queuing. Queuing? <laughs> yeah, you know, like when you... Yeah, that's what? a stupid fucking word. It's what on the list, that? though. You know, like, what is queuing? I was going to gloss over that, but what the fuck is queuing? It's like when you get in line. Oh, all right. You're in the queue. Got it. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Have so, you ever said? Have you ever said I'm going to go queue? Yeah. <laughs> are you? Hey, what, what are they, what are they doing over there? Oh, they're queuing. They're getting ready to go into, <laughs> into that I'm gonna concert. Get, 
I'm gonna go queue up for Star Wars. They're going. In, they're going into the last blockbuster. There's. <laughs> so the meaning of words can also change depending on which syllable is stressed. You can address someone, or you can give them their address. Spelled the same. <laughs> Fucking. It means complete two different things, and it's they're pronounced differently. So again, that would be a very frustrating thing to uh, to somebody trying to learn it. Another example is... It's a frustrating thing to someone who can fucking speak it and has a whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you could record a message or you could get a record player. And then there's irregular plural words that don't have an S on the end of it. So why is it people and not persons? And then we go from child to children, person to people. Yeah, just, so, just to say teeth. it twice, that's fine. Foot. No, I went people to persons before. And I went person to people. So Deer. I didn't go backwards. Tooth to teeth, foot to feet. It's just fucking stupid. Another frustrating one. Our words are spelled in counterintuitive ways with silent letters. Huh. A good example is pterodactyl. Like, why do they put a P in front of that shit? There's, there's fucking no reason to have silent letters in words, and we should get rid of them. A couple, couple of things. couple of things. First okay, of all, go, go for it. D- didn't know there was a P in front of pterodactyl. And also, what's a pterodactyl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that was it. It was just one okay, thing. Just so, one thing. Yeah, it did, it just it did make you sound smarter by saying that <laughs> there's a couple of things. <laughs> Nobody wants to interrupt with just one joke. <laughs> that's, that's true. So even if you... Fucking think you're pronouncing a word right. Like we also have, like culturally, we think we're supposed to be pronouncing things properly, but we're not. Like everyone pronounces the word mischievous as mischievous, but it's actually supposed to be mis- mischievous. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And fuck you. <laughs> like I think you know what? I I love watching like British shows and when they'll say a word, you know, the accent or whatever. But then every once in a while they'll say a word like a uh, advertisement. Yeah, yeah, that's right. a fun one, huh? You know, yeah. or uh, instead of, instead of pedophile, they say pedophile. You, you watch and, a and lot of stuff what's... that says pedophile in it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm rewatching. There's this great show on Hulu called Misfits, and there's like they, they, there's this one episode where they say pedophile a lot. <laughs> but it's a good show. You should check it out. I like. Uh, I, did I did I mention this already? Shit, I may have. Anyway, you guys know Eddie Izzard, the comedian. Yes. Yeah. Did I mention a joke of his once before? You can uh, do it again. No. I mean, what's the problem? If we I just, I just remember that he had this really funny bit where he was talking about la- language and stuff, and he was like, between between Britain and and America, and he's like, "You say herb, we say herb, because there's a fucking H in it." <laughs> <laughs> that's another one that you're talking about with the silent. Like, why would you not say herb? It doesn't make any sense. Right. There's no reason to make that silent. Yeah. What does it benefit? I don't think that's exclusive to English, though. I think Spanish is like that too. I think there's a lot of silent letters. In, yeah, in yeah, I think you're Spanish. right. And in Italian, one of the things that I was told is like if you go to an Italian restaurant, pronounce every letter. I thought all you got to do is just do stuff like this, and then they'll let you know, you know what you want. <laughs> I'd like to the bed to move. I can't leave this in. There's no way I can leave this. Why? It's not the first time we've done that. But it a bing to boo to bop to boop. Really, Italian is the easiest language to speak. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. I'm, so there's some other frustrating rules about English. 
<laughs> Some nouns have corresponding verbs and others don't. Why is it that writers write, painters paint, but fingers don't thing? <laughs> <laughs> Hammers don't ham. And the fingering has a completely different meaning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go thing my wife. <laughs> <laughs> of course, with her express consent. <laughs> Which she listens to this podcast, so you're probably not going to get that anytime soon. The good thing is, boy, her, this podcast makes her so mad. <laughs> you know, one time she interrupts it to call me, going, I can't fucking believe you said that about me. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. I really want to start using that thing. Like, we, we got to make that a thing. <laughs> Did you know that in <sighs> English. Something that's unique to the English language is the order of adjectives. Apparently, other other languages don't follow that rule. So if you're going to say the big, or the, I'm sorry, the bad big wolf, or the big bad wolf, it sounds funky if you say the bad big wolf, right? Everyone kind of knows it the way yeah, it is. that's true. So your adjective order is really important, and it sounds weird if you don't say it right. And it's kind of it's fucking stupid. There's also something unique to the English language where no other language has the TH sound in the word father and other words like mother. So there's no so it, it makes it really difficult to master pronunciation if you come from a any other different language, the TH. And it's in a lot of words. Yeah, I figured TH would be one of those weird ones because it really doesn't make any sense. To her. To her. <laughs> right. There's no vowel between it. But, no, 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 no. The, the T is silent. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. But it's, that's it's, something it's, that it's we that's something that we don't even think about. So there's also tenses that are ridiculous. The past tense form of complete is completed. Then why wouldn't the past tense of go be goed? Tenses can be really Wait, tough topic. It's for, not goed. Well, it could God be for you. damn it! It can <sighs> be a really tough topic. Some languages, like Mandarin, don't use verb tenses at all. So this concept can be a bit of a mind game for learners and we've actually got eight different ways to express future tense alone so you can imagine if there's no tenses you're you would never get anything right it would just take you forever to fucking figure out what the fuck is going on you know i just i just learned some stuff so, you sure thanks, did greg you sure do i <laughs> <laughs> learned have you heard anything about the word up uh, i'll, I'll go through like, this really quickly this, this is written by... Like, like uh, did, should we? Oh, no. Yeah, like, you is there an article I missed? know this. Dr. Albrecht Clausen. There's a two-letter word that has perhaps more meanings than any other two-letter English word, and that word is up. I kind of gave it away before I started reading this. It's easy <laughs> to understand up as meaning toward the sky or moving to the top of something, but why do we wake up in the morning just before we get up at a meeting? We speak up in order to bring up a topic. Then it's up to the secretary to write up a report unless he can think up an excuse. We call up our friends and ask them to come up for dinner. For them, we brighten up the room and we polish up the silver, hoping they've worked up an appetite. And it goes on from there. It's fucking annoying. But obviously, there's five billion different ways that up fits. And I think now would be a good time for me to shut up and we could take a break. Don't be a fuck up. I'm, I'm going to go pee up. <laughs> <laughs> the battleground this election. 
is Georgia. We got to fight like we've never fought before. A historic rematch for governor. Democracy only works when we work for it. In control of the Senate. It is time for me to get out and fight. Will all be decided here. Welcome to the blue Georgia. Know what's really going on with the Politically Georgia podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We were there before all this media attention. Our team of journalists are the authority on the campaign trail. The results will have implications for years to come. Politically Georgia, hosted by AJC political insiders Greg Bluestein and Patricia Murphy. Follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, we're back from that break. Since we're talking about English right now, I found this amazing list of words that are from other languages and there's no English equivalent. So can I can I say something that we didn't touch on that drives me nuts? Yeah, sure. Please. One of the things that makes me crazy that I've never understood is why why does ph make an f sound oh, like yeah. the word like think like the word pharmacy why isn't that just with an f what is the reason that it's ph you know what i mean like who what arrogant piece well, of shit gh2 right like tough like tough like G. oh yeah that's a well. good call i didn't even think about that one but i've always right? thought like, like yeah the, you know i mean it makes it so hard or, or like when words i don't think we talked about when words are spelled the same but 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 don't rhyme like good and food Oh, I have a list. I was getting there, buddy. <clears throat> oh, you were getting there? Because that, that's one of the, it just doesn't right. make any sense. Well, like, and here's the thing. Like, our ancestors fought and died to build that F. <laughs> 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 they, they, a lot yeah. of people died to, for the fucking F. So, you know, it's not P-H-U-C-K-I-N-G. It's F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Why? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. It doesn't make any sense. All right. So Fuck since you, Kevin, Kevin brought... <laughs> this up and john agrees and it's frustrating the share to me i'm going to go to this before i get to the to the wonderful words that have no english equivalent so there's some sentences that are fun to read the wind was too strong to wind the sail that's i mean so we're gonna get into the uh, whatever that was that was a lot of fun that was that was like we must polish the polish furniture he could get the oh, lead. He could have gone a lot darker with that. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't have to. Now I just want to know what you to. think you could say. <laughs> the startled dove dove into the bushes. I did not object to the object. I'll bet you didn't. <laughs> Let's get on to, to, to words with no English equivalent, shall we? This one's in German. Back, pith, figgen, zinkt. And what that means is Hello? a face badly in need of a fist. <laughs> did, we go, did we go over this one in the profanity episode? <laughs> I don't know, but it's, that's a pretty good one. That is a good one. That is a Japanese word or words, bakushan. So it's slang. It describes the experience of seeing a woman who appears pretty from behind, but not from the front. <laughs> oh my God, they have a word for that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's Belita Mapash, which is Bantu. Amazing dream. Not just a good dream. The exact opposite of a nightmare. Also kind of like a wet dream, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when you whisper things. Especially when he whispers <laughs> wet dream. <laughs> I think, well. I really like your hair. Cavoli <laughs> Riscolati. <laughs> it's Italian. I don't think I said it right. The result of attempting to revive an unworkable relationship translates literally to 
reheated cabbage. (laughs) 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 That is a great one. There's a (laughs) fizzling, which is German. Ever been flustered to the point where you can't function or finish what you're doing? Kind of like this podcast, me trying to read these notes. <laughs> That's fizzling. That's what's happening to me now. Mm. There's zhizhil, which is Filipino. The urge to pinch or squeeze something that's irresistibly cute. <laughs> what is it called? Zhizhil. Zhizhil. Yeah. Right. You're going to use that one tomorrow? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If you're gonna, are you going to fing me? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, I could. Uh, I gotta throw up. No way! No way we can do a video podcast. There's the. I'm seriously gonna. Well, we're not There's, gonna. We're not gonna fing each other on the podcast. Oh, we're not. Oh, okay. Then I guess I don't understand what you want to do with the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. It's lost on me too. If it's not used for inappropriate sexual acts, <laughs> it's for marketing a side project I got going on. So. Okay, I'm open minded. There's another German word. Kummerspec. <laughs> That's excess weight gained from emotional overeating. Literally uh, translates to grief bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that actually checks out. I, yeah, I, I want to I just start using grief bacon for yeah. things, too. There, there's one that I kind of like. <laughs> Greg, it. have you been grief baconing? <laughs> <laughs> you know I have been, John. <laughs> Since so, I was nine, that's gonna that's gonna be like a conversation at work someday between you two. He's be like, "Greg, we need to talk. Have you been grief baconing again? I'm worried about you, buddy. I'm worried about your grief bacon. Are you I'm or someone you know <laughs> suffering from grief baconing? I'm worried that you're eating all of the bacon, and you don't have enough, you don't have enough happy bacon. <laughs> you're turning all your bacon into grief bacon. All, not all your bacon needs to be sad, Greg. Why are you trying? To, listen, you keep trying to reheat the cabbage. Just stop reheating the cabbage and no. just buy new cabbage. It's not expensive. <laughs> I'm so confused about what we're talking about. <laughs> grief bacon's got to be the most griefful to the pig. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <sighs> There's a French term called l'esprit de l'escalier. It literally means stairwell wit. A too late retort thought of only after departure. <laughs> I kind of like that one. You know, like when you're always thinking about your snappy comeback, like five minutes too late. Yeah. So it's called stairwell. Or like a week later. You're like, God <laughs> yeah. damn it. Or when you're listening back to an episode when you're editing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a check check word called le toast. So this this is a person, Milan Kondura, described the emotion as a state of torment created by the sudden sight of one's own misery. <laughs> oh my so god. That's, that's very Czechish. <laughs> it's yeah. very cynical. Sudden so. sight of one's own misery? Yeah. How does that come on so suddenly? It's like a moment of clarity of being oh, completely okay. fucking okay. bummed out, man. <laughs> that's uh Oh my god, I've been miserable my whole life. <laughs> this is a terrible moment. <laughs> I mean, not so bad as my whole life, but still bad. Here's one that applies to me. It's uh she momed jamo. It's Georgian. Not the state, but the country, Georgia. You know that feeling that you get when you're really full and you finished eating, but you're so full and you can't stop fucking eating? That's that's what shimajomas is when you keep eating. And it literally translates into, I accidentally ate the whole thing. <laughs> I feel like this kind of goes and correlates with grief bacon, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and weed. I feel like it's not really an accident. So now's going to be a good time to look into the future. Mm. So mm. I read an article on the internet. <laughs> Wait, By no. what's the internet? Yep. Nope, that's what I use, the internet. Simon Horobin, he, he said a bunch of shit about the, you know, what the English language has been through in the past, and we've kind of already gone over that. So I'll just kind of get into what, what he thinks the future is going to be like. And he thinks that there's going to be inner languages that are going to be part of the future, like Spanglish. That's a mixture of English and Spanish. It's a native tongue of millions of speakers in the United States, suggesting that this variety is emerging as a language in its own right. Oh, that's an interesting thought. I didn't think about that, that that could actually become its own language. Yeah, well, if people are using it and it's more than just like two people that are using it, it's considered officially a language. Meanwhile, the development of automatic translation software such as Google Translate will come to replace English as the preferred means of communication employed in boardrooms of international corporations and government agencies. I will tell you that was a lifesaver when I was in Peru. Yeah. It saved it literally saved Kevin's life. It did. Yeah, he was dying. What? He was dying and then he used Google Translate for Adonde es el hospital. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, actually I was in a I was in a Spanish prison. And a Peruvian <laughs> and prison. They let you keep your phone. And uh, yeah, they let me keep my phone. And I was saying something very, very wrong. But then when I did Google Translate, they were like, oh, no, you're free to go. <laughs> Still don't know what I was saying. We thought you had heroin. Turns out you didn't. <laughs> the future for English is one of multiple Englishes. Looking back to the early 20th century, it was the standard English used in England, spoken with the accent known as received pronunciation that carried prestige. And now, as language develops, we turn, we tend to not give a shit about the prestige. We go for efficiency and abbreviations. You may be asking, what is being lost by this? That's a good question. I wasn't. I was not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Okay, well, in the online world, You're attitudes... Wrong, Brian. <laughs> was his name Brian? I think so. Simon. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> matters to him. They're spelled the same. <laughs> it's English. Because so. <laughs> it's in English, yeah. In the, in the online world, attitudes to consistency and correctness are considerably more relaxed. Variant spellings are accepted and punctuation marks omitted or repurposed to convey a wide range of attitudes. Reach, research has shown that in electronic discourse, exclamation marks can carry a range of exclamatory functions, including apologizing, challenging, thanking, agreeing, and showing solidarity. Capital letters are used to show anger, misspellings convey humor, and establish group identity, and smiley faces or emoticons express a range of reactions. Yeah, texting, I think, is going to change things a lot. I remember, I remember training somebody. Uh, when I was leaving a job, he was a young, young, a lot younger than me. And I remember watching him type and it was like, he was waiting for the autocorrect. You know what I mean? Like it was like, as he was typing, he, he would, he would not put, and he kept going back. And honestly, obviously anytime someone's watching you type, you always fuck things up, you know? Yeah. But it was interesting because like he wouldn't put punctuation or an apostrophe or something like that in, and then he would go back and add it like, it, cause you know, like obviously autocorrect adds stuff. So I wonder if that's going to change things too. Yeah, it could very easily. I, well, I even mean, some. Go okay, ahead, Jack. Sorry. No, no. Please go ahead. Yeah. What I was going to yeah. say is that emojis, some people seem to think that like eventually we're going to go kind of back 
to using emojis. Remember when hieroglyphics, hieroglyphic, hieroglyphics. What Kevin said. Yeah. Well, even even like like FOMO, JOMO, you know, WTF, YOLO, like all those. You know, it's what like is these JOMO? things. Uh, joy of missing out. So there's fear of missing out, and then there's actually joy. Well, why didn't we out. talk about JOMO in the other episode? Because I could not think of the fucking word. Right, we'll do that word. on the next topic, John. And that was my episode. <laughs> Fuck. Now I have FOMO for my JOMO. You know what used to drive me crazy? Uh, I don't know. Back, I don't know, like maybe 20-ish years ago or so, I remember people would say the word conversate. And it would drive me fucking crazy because it's converse, not conversate. You have a conversation, but you converse with someone. You don't conversate with someone. But in as time has gone on, it's big in, in hip-hop. Like a lot of, There's a lot of lyrics in hip-hop that use the word conversate to the point mm-hmm. now where it's becoming an accepted word. Yeah. But isn't but I guess that's the thing, right? Isn't language ever evolving? Because you know, yeah. like if, if and we, I'm not, if I'm not, to... I'm not making fun of it. Honestly, I'm not. I, I it used to drive me nuts, but now I kind of understand. Yeah, John, you're right. It does evolve, and you can add words, you can change things. Why not? Like if we were to if we were to time travel 600 or like probably even like 200 years back, it would be such a different language. Yeah, yeah. They didn't talk I, about I, that in Back to the Future. No, <laughs> no they didn't. <laughs> I love how you guys are both like kind of touching on on my closing statement for for this episode do you really love it or you kind of pissed a little bit yeah you kind of stole my thunder (laughs) yeah you guys have done that to me before too and it makes me so ragey let's put a comment in it and you go rewrite it (laughs) (laughs) i will well what you're talking about is like the fast-changing world of social media it's responsible for creating coining new words for example, in the dictionary now, you'll find mansplaining, awesome sauce. Ugh. Really? Yeah. And abbreviations like TLDR. Could you mansplain awesome sauce to me? It's fucking, I don't know. It's disgusting. I know that uh, Can- that dough from Homer Simpson, dough, that made it into the dictionary. I was I was hiking. Whenever Snapchat like was probably like a year old. And I was like on a hike and there was these kids in front of me. And when I say kids, they were like 17, 18, 19, something like that. They were, they were just a lot younger than you. Yeah, they were a lot, lot younger. And, and one of them said, you got to snap. Wait, he said, you got to Snapchat, Snapchat that shit so you can split it. And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> did, you ever, did you ask? You should have asked him. No, no. Because I didn't, no, didn't want to like, seem... Well, I didn't. I mean, it was because I, I, I knew they were. Yeah, like uh, you know, I, John's I, walking I by. He's like, "Yeah, you know it. I'll see you on the flip side." <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck? I'm like, does that mean Beedy something? Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> Let me get into my Ford Pinto and put on my eight track. <laughs> you kids, get off my fucking trail. Cool. <laughs> but no, but it was. I mean, I figured out like I, it was. They were talking about sex, but I like I figured because I was like. They were much faster than me, but I could hear them like as they were walking away from me. And in the context, I figured out it was about sex, but it was just like I really didn't. So know. split that was have sex. Uh, yeah, oh, it seems yeah. very aggressive. It does. Well, I mean, Snapchat that shit. Like it, it the whole sentence was an aggressive <laughs> sentence. So much wrong with that. <laughs> well, Snapchat is an app, at least. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. But split that's sounds it's, it's a little violent. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. and the truth is probably none of those kids have split anything <laughs> <laughs> they've done any of that <laughs> they all talk about it but they've not done it because all <laughs> the chemicals <laughs> in their food and water have made their penises small <laughs> they, were, they were doing a lot of self they were doing self-splaying <laughs> <laughs> exactly 
Well, we might not like it, but these these are these things are here to stay. These abbreviations, these mansplainings, awesome sauces, and all the shit that John just talked about. It's not going anywhere. With these changes, we lose nuance and richness, texture of our language. Sure, it takes more work to articulate thoughts in a longer form, but it seems worth it, to me anyway. And since I'm already getting preachy, we may as well hit last call. So if you got it, shoot it. You know I got it. So uh, we've gone over the origins, frustrations, and quirks of English. And when we think about where we've been, I know we've all seen examples of uh, diary journal entries from days of yore that were penned with elegance. Whereas today, we speak like complete fucking dumbasses. And I was thinking about an analogy when I thought about the changing of, of language. It's kind of like when you look at those old pictures of city streets in New York in the fucking 1910s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Everyone's wearing a tie, even like fucking people that are bums. Dudes are all wearing shirts and ties. Women are all wearing dresses. They're wearing gloves on their hands. And now people are just, fuck, they don't care what they look like when they go out. They'll go out to like travel on an airplane in pajamas. And it, the same thing is kind of happening to our, our language. So I know it kind of makes me sound like an old man. And if you guys agree with me, it kind of makes you sound like old men too. But I, I don't know if that, that's a that's a good thing. I don't know. Maybe we are kind of defeating ourselves if we just keep clipping our language and cutting it down to just bare, small, little fucking emojis and stupid ass and acronyms or whatever the fuck that is. It's annoying. So hopefully, hopefully it kind of can make a splash and come back and and you know it it all depends on our next generation if they're going to if they're going to fucking study in school and want to contribute to kind of an artistic society that they can they take the time to express themselves in a way that i approve of <laughs> so that's the most important thing so in the meantime until we get there why don't you historians go out there and make some history <laughs>